This is episode 115 of How to Human. I spent a lot of time talking about the logic emotion spectrum and how we are moving towards a more emotional society, particularly in the first world, and how that's a problem. And you can listen back to a lot of my previous podcasts about that. I'd recommend 78 through 81, where I talked a lot about that. But in this episode, I want to talk about what does it look like to make people more logical and less emotional? What is it that we're doing now and what would we be doing differently? And let's start with that. So what are we doing now? We're teaching people that full emotional expression is right and okay and unquestionably valid in all situations. And I'm going to go back to the example I use often. A four-year-old child is afraid of a dog. That emotional expression is valid. It's current. It is how the child feels. And it doesn't give an opportunity to overcome that fear. It's a it's not full emotional expression doesn't give any routes to strengthening. It just doesn't. It in the logic emotion spectrum, the strengthening comes through logic. This is the situation I don't like. If I want to overcome it, I need to change myself. That's a logical conclusion. So and there's nothing wrong with emotion. See, that's the hardest part of all of this. Dave Messman, you're killing emotion. Kind of. Kind of. I'm saying emotion isn't the tool for every job. And we're confusing ourselves by saying it's a tool for a lot of jobs. Sometimes it's not. And that's one easy example. That when life gets hard, experiencing the full range of emotions is part of it, right? That's okay. But at a certain point, something needs to happen. And emotions are about happiness and sadness and fear and anxiety and all these different things. And they aren't necessarily positive steps forward. They are just about right now, what are we feeling? And what logic does is it strengthens. So I've talked about this before. How do logic and emotion look at a really hard world? Emotion comes out and says, this world is really tough. I don't want to feel that kind of pain, so I want to change the world so that I don't feel any pain. And logic says, this world is really rough. I can't change the world, so I better adapt myself to the world. And what happens there is the logical person builds a different kind of backbone and character. And it's nuanced. Everybody, people can still be emotional and still be strong. Of course they can. It is a fact that everybody's a combination of the two. And what I'm saying is there's an element of logic to every human being 
that is part of their character building process that says, when times get tough, I'm not going to fold because that's not a logical course of action. It's just logical to be a stronger person, to have a higher bar, to push yourself to handle different situations, and to be emotionally resilient. It is logical to be emotionally resilient. And it's not a skill that we teach much anymore. Not in the same way that we used to teach it in the past. That you bear down when things get hard and overcome them. That's logic. So, how do you teach people to be logical? I thought about this. And the only, the thing I came up with is teach people it's not okay to be weak. Dave Messman, that's such a toxic message. Kind of. Kind of. Are you saying it is okay to be weak? That's kind of the other side, right? So, I mean, Dave Messman, you sound like this gorilla who is teaching all these old-style masculine stereotypes of men who are always fighting and one-upping each other and being brutal and difficult. Not except, No, I'm not. I'm saying that there's zero to a hundred of weakness, where zero is totally weak and hundred is, you know, I don't know, all the Chuck Norris memes, right? Um, I can't name any of them, but um, like, you know, this guy made me mad, so Chuck Norris kicked me in the chest and my whole family died. I don't know, something like that, right? So Chuck Norris being the baddest dude, like, so let's go zero to a hundred on that. And I'm not saying zero and I'm not saying a hundred, but I'm saying when things get hard, you don't fold. You have emotional resilience. And emotional resilience is an internal emotional strength. This is actually isn't even about physical strength. The physical strength is part of it. When I started taking martial arts classes, I was surprised at how how comfortable it made me feel. It made me feel more comfortable walking around the street knowing that if something happened, I could handle it. And that's kind of the point of not being weak is that, look, I don't know what's going to happen, but if it happens, I'm going to handle it. When people don't know they can handle things is when they can break down. It's when they do break down. I remember watching an episode of Cobra Kai. And Johnny Lawrence, who's the villain from The Karate Kid, he walks in to this apartment with three kids, three people he doesn't know. They were kids. They were like in their teens. And he just started talking crap to people. He made fun of one guy's mustache, another guy's clothes. And he didn't care because he knew that if anything went sideways, he could handle it, right? That's, that's the physical part. But in addition, there's an emotional part as we walk around the world that people can be mean to us and it doesn't affect who we are. That, like I talked about yesterday in the bullying podcast, I'm rubber and you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks back onto you. 
there's an emotional resilience in being rubber, saying that I am capable of receiving negative feedback and it doesn't crush me because I'm not weak enough to be affected by your opinions of my identity. When people are weak, when people are too influenced by what's going on around them, I mean, I'd say that's true. Part of being strong is the ability to be an independent being in the course of walking around. The things that are happening around me are, they're just separate from me. And I don't have to be affected by them. I'm, I'm the cause of what happens to me. I'm not the effect. It's what we would call maybe grounding. The best analogy I heard about grounding. Um, if we look at a beach and we put a leaf on the shore and water comes up and water will carry the leaf wherever it wants to go. And water, in this case, is emotion. And now we take a big giant rock and we put that on the beach. And the water is going to move around the rock. The rock's not going to move. The idea that you are emotionally grounded, emotionally resilient, the things that are going on around you don't destroy you or hurt you or change you in a way that you don't want. This isn't to say that it's easy. This isn't to say that you don't feel pain. But if we talk about pain on 0 to 100, if somebody calls you a douchebag, you know, it can affect you at, let's say 100 is the top level of pain and 0 is 0 pain. It can affect you at level 90. It can affect you at level 60. It can affect you at level 15. And the amount it affects you is the amount to which you're emotionally grounded and emotionally resilient. And that comes through an understanding that I'm strong enough not to be put down by events going on around me that don't really matter. And even things that do matter, it's about wanting to, it's about survival in the end. Emotion has its uses and it adds color to life, but I don't know how much it adds about strict survival. Survival is, if we go back to podcast 78, we take two people, all emotion, all logic, in a room with a door that is covered by fire. The logical person chooses to live and says, if I want to get out of this room, I have to overcome this fire door, this, these difficulties, and get out. And the emotional person is entirely overcome by their emotions. These are extreme examples, but they're what they show is how these different parts of a human will affect you. And so if we talk about 0 to 100, if somebody's 100% logic and 0% logic, meaning 100% emotion, so 0 to 100, 0 is total emotion, 100 is total logic, 
you can be 90, you can be 55, you can be 25. And your mix is your mix. And what I'm saying is, if you're taught to be weak, you will be more logical. If you're taught to not be weak, you'll be more logical. You will build yourself in a different way to not be subject to the emotional breakdowns that potentially come when things go wrong. Because everybody hurts when things go wrong. Of course they do. Does it break you? It doesn't break you if you've prepared yourself to not be broken. You prepare yourself not to be broken by teaching yourself to not be weak. To be strong, to overcome things. And this is men and women too. It's hard to imagine anybody who wouldn't think that being strong would be a good way to handle things. Everybody has bad things that go on in life. Everybody has pain. The only people that wouldn't need any kind of internal strength would be people who don't have to battle. And I, that, among other people, is children. They have protectors and guardians who battle for them, parents. That's kind of the point, right? Children are, well, as I've discussed in the past, are more emotional than adults. And they don't have to build themselves that way. And it's a temporary state. As they become adults, they're expected to strengthen themselves. When we look at somebody who's in their 20s or 30s and still acts like a child, a lot of that is being irresponsible and too emotional and not making good decisions. Not making good decisions, what is that? That's nothing but logic. Because I define logic as nothing but making good decisions making positive ROI, return on investment decisions. And other people who don't need to be strong, trophy husbands and trophy wives. They can sit at home and let other people take care of their business. And they're kept. If you're a kept person, you don't have to be strong. And... I mean, that's a temporary state. The second you're not kept, you better very quickly develop your inner strength, your inner gumption, but it's a separate obstacle. So what was the point of this podcast? It was, how do we teach people to be logical? And I think it's just teach people not to be weak. And here's the thing, it's not a lesson we teach anymore because we think it's ugly, because we look at the male Neanderthal stereotypes that use that. Maybe you might want to go back and listen to, I don't know the number, I did a podcast on why men need to demean women in the course of their male strengthening techniques, uh, where I talked about this, where men particularly um, We'll say, you know, don't be a girl. And I used more colorful language in that podcast. But this isn't about men. This isn't about women either. It's about everybody. Gender, gender nonspecific. That 
It is not okay to be a victim. It is not okay to not be able to handle your situation. It is not okay to be weak. It's not okay to need other people to take care of you. When you become an adult and become self-sufficient, you're expected to not be weak. And it's a lesson that we've removed from the culture because we don't like to see people uncomfortable. Because the strengthening process sucks. It involves a lot of pain. It involves a lot of people hurting. It involves seeing people suffer instead of solving their problems for them. And things like simple things, like giving people bad grades, like there's a grade inflation. And we talk about participation trophies or Gary Vaynerchuk often talks about eighth place trophies or not wanting to give anybody any bad news or putting the bright side on everything. Sometimes you fail. Sometimes you lose. Sometimes you made a giant mistake and you're an idiot and you need to hear it. And you use that knowledge and information to leverage yourself, to change yourself, to be something stronger and better for next time. And as we want to avoid the pain in people by not giving them that negative feedback that they can use to strengthen themselves, we make them, we don't strengthen them. Therefore, we are making them weaker. Therefore, we are making them more, more emotional. Therefore, we have a more emotional society. Therefore, we have a society that is less logical because emotion and logic are opposites. We have people making decisions based on how they feel and the avoidance of pain. And that's a problem. So that is the end of this episode of How to Human. If you enjoyed it, or if you didn't enjoy it. In fact, I'd prefer if you didn't enjoy it. I'd prefer if you hated it and you want to send me a death threat. You can also enjoy it and send me a comment. You can send me comments or death threats at howtohumancdt at gmail.com. Comments and death threats to howtohumancdt at gmail.com. And I will talk to you next time.